Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. I'm using the wrong microphone and nobody yeah, on team told me. <laughs> nobody uh, told me. It's fixed now, though, isn't it? Yes. It is. Isn't it? Isn't it? it Thank is. you, guys. It I is. checked at the start. I said, I bet you I'm on the wrong <laughs> mic. I bet nobody on my team told me that I sound like I was singing into a can. But by God, here we are. It is G- February 2nd, 2022. Deuces wild. Two, two, tootie, two. Hot the diggity tears. dog. Oh, we got Alex Palowski down here. Hey, Alex. Hi. So, so not only did you all not tell me that the mic wasn't on, you didn't <laughs> yeah. tell me that you all were other people. We uh, we prepared. It's, for it's this the brick background. You got confused. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You all have very similar backgrounds. That I didn't get confused. That's Robert D. Felice over there. Uh, guys, I want to thank you guys. We had a record-breaking February or January web traffic, Fightful Select subscribers, all that. I'll tout that stuff a little bit later, especially Fightful Select. This show is brought to you by athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And I'll tell you more about that in a bit as well. Dropped an interview with Scotty Tuhati today. Got one with Liv Morgan here in a couple of days. Hope you guys are staying warm. Weather is terrible out there. Leave a thumbs up on this video if you're watching live. Share it. Get in your Super Chats or Humper Chats. Some of you may say, what in the heck? Our Humper Chats, well, it's when you go to humperchats.com and you leave us a question or statement. With Humper Chats, you can leave them before the show is on or just leave them really whenever you want. Our great moderator, Luis, will pick them up, add them to the show. You get your question answered, your statement read on the air. It helps craft our discussion, so to speak. And Humper Chat or Humper Chats uh, definitely allow us to keep a little bit more. So let's go ahead and get into some of those. Johan Benson says, we saw the worst and best of Dynamite tonight. Boy, isn't that the truth. Glennie says, couldn't send this earlier, but props to Alex and Kate for an all-timer episode post-Rumble. Keep up the great work, y'all. Always love Dynamite. That's right. If you want post-pay-per-view shows from Alex and Kate, they are on Fightful Select. 
I also want to send a special thank you to Zach Schimmel, who subscribed to the $1,500 tier of Fightful Select today. Uh, we did that as a joke tier, and now we have had three subscribers to it. So a big thank you to Zach Schimmel. Before this show, well, let, let's just, let's go back to the beginning, shall we? About a month ago, I want to say six weeks ago, Brian Kendrick curiously appeared on NXT 2.0 after not wrestling for over a year. He had been semi-retired. He had been a producer. He was set to face Harland. That did not happen. Come to find out three or four weeks later, PW Insider revealed he had asked for his release. He had not been granted it. Yesterday at about 6 p.m., maybe 5.45, I think I reported it on Fightful Select dot com that Brian Kendrick had procured his release. He was no longer under contract, at least. I should use that terminology. Maybe it just went up. Who knows? Within about 45 minutes, AEW had announced that he would be facing Moxley. Now, I, I want to put this out there. I had heard about Kendrick being planned for AEW um, earlier that day. So this wasn't something that they did as a reactionary move. My report was reactionary to hearing that he was going to be at Dynamite. I just wasn't sure in what capacity. That capacity was to face John Moxley. However, as people kind of forgot about Brian Kendrick, because get this, the last time he was on Raw was December 2017. December 2017. Woo! Then people found some uh, pretty demented shit that he had said uh, in interviews. A lot of it went well beyond conspiracy theory stuff. It was like Sandy Hook stuff. There was, you know, Holocaust truth or bullshit. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. And uh, Tony Khan, before uh, before this, had posted the following tweet and said. We've been made aware of the aberrant and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card. As we gather more info, we'll announce a replacement bout ASAP. Wheeler Yuta was that replacement bout quite, quite the fill-in. We're all happy about that, I'm sure. Brian Kendrick, around 9 p.m. Eastern tonight uh, during the show, issued a statement that said, I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I've caused with my words. Those are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine. And I crossed the line. I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I'm truly sorry for the pain that I have caused. So I'll, I'll just offer my, my quick thoughts on this. Uh, I am glad he apologized. However, saying never were beliefs of mine are complete bullshit. Like, yeah. listen, nobody is above growth. Don't oh, care yeah. what you got going on. You, you can grow from it and be less terrible than you were before. I ain't going to sit here and, and, and be the good people police because I ain't going to sit there and say that I'm, I'm flawless. But when you say those never were my beliefs, come on. If you're going to be the, I don't have all the answers, but here's the most psychotic, goofy, <laughs> <laughs> bullshit yeah yeah come on man you got you just leave that line out these are no longer my beliefs you know what my god I, alex your, your thoughts um 
I actually came across this stuff uh, when I was doing my first big project for Fightful before yeah. the website really even got off the ground. I was super into the idea of the Cruiserweight Classic and the Brian Kendrick was in that. And so I was going through literally everybody, people I'd never heard of before and doing a really deep dive on YouTube and Google video search to like find stuff on like daily motion and re like other, other, other places to find like old matches. These guys had had that I've never seen before. Got to get that and ho ho lun content. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, I was, I was doing one on, on Brian Kendrick cause I want to see stuff. And he had a stuff outside of WWE. And so I just did a Google video search and up popped this thing of him on like the 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 truth is scary or whatever.com was that was the video was the company that produced it. And I watched the video and I was like, this is some crazy stuff. Like, like 9-11 was an inside job, but it was also a hologram. And the moon is was towed here by aliens who still live inside it and they're keeping tabs on us. And I was like, okay, this is some kooky stuff. And they was like, and then the Zionists. And I was like, well, now it take, took a turn. Because once you start suing, the Zionists are sending people to Haiti after the earthquake to harvest human eyeballs that they require in order to do their rituals. If you don't say that kind of stuff and say this is the truth without believing it at some point in time. Now, that video was recorded 10 years ago. So I absolutely believe that he might have seen the light and realized that's not the truth by now. And it's good that he apologized. But you can't say those were never my beliefs. I watched the video, man. You believe that stuff you were saying at the time. So it's good that you apologize. It's good that you don't believe it anymore. But don't lie to us and say you never believed it. Yeah, Hugh, hold on, hold on. Hugh Janus says, do wrestling promotions not have Google Gunther Spark, start Kendrick's comments? Isn't that hard to find that stuff? Even Bing has it. And Daniel R says, "How does TK not know about it?" No, I'm not. I'm not going to throw Bix under the bus. Bix is a historian, though. Like, yeah. If David Bixenspan wasn't aware of this, it's hard for me to look at a company and be like, "Okay, this is what's going to pop up." Because, quite frankly, when you Google Brian Kendrick before today, that ain't going to be what pops up. Yeah. If you Google Gunther Stark, that is what was going to pop yeah. up. Brian Kendrick has cruiserweight title runs and historic tag team title runs and TNA and WWE and all this stuff. Like th there's, there's so much other stuff that would have popped up there. Also, listen, I'll do respect to wrestling Inc, but we got a guy over here. That's like trying to be like, Hey guys, they got Jimmy Corderas, former ref on the other show. See ya. Hit the fucking bricks, homeboy. <laughs> you can you can go. <laughs> Bye. Listen. Oh, Bye. That's <laughs> the second time he commented it, and it popped me. But uh, Robert, your your chatty head says, "Will this be his end of his career, pro wrestling?" No. I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. I think many people in wrestling have done worse and still are able to find work. Uh, Kendrick. And London used to do the uh, wacky adventures or whatever it was with high spots. And they were saying some wild stuff. I don't know what happened there, but this was bad. He apologized. Let's just hope everybody has learned and moves on, you know? Hopefully, hopefully so. Because um, a lot of that shit was just in inexcusable. Guys, it was not a shot at Wrestling Inc. It was a shot at that doofus in the chat. I, I like Wrestling Inc. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shauna says, as a person who's half Jewish and proud of my father's religion, I lost all respect for Kendrick. He only apologized because AEW curbed him. Yeah, I don't think he would have apologized if this stuff didn't didn't reemerge. Um, sometimes you don't you aren't quite aware of the extent of the people that you hurt until you are told by people that it hurt them. Uh, but still, uh, I agree. I agree. Oh, Chris says, SRS, you need a brick background. Maybe one day. Nerd Guru says, thank God for that main event because the rest of the show wasn't great. Beginning ruled. The rest was bad. Not happy with that finish of the main event, though. Well, I mean, the first match and the main event were half the show. So there you go. Uh, Greg or Gwen Gilliland says, I don't care if he said some dumb stuff 11 years ago, not looking for all my entertainers to have my views. Someone will always be offended now. Tony will be judged on his no calls. Ah, I mean, if you don't want to be bothered by it, that's your right. But you can't judge people for being bothered by it either. You don't get to kind of upset uh, uh, or decide what upsets people. Kendrick or shot kid says, it sounds like the crazy BS uh, Marjorie Taylor green spouts now, and she's in the government. Well, Kendrick isn't, and he's also not in AEW. Jam beard says the stuff that he said sounds more like sci-fi than most sci-fi movies I've ever thought of. <sighs> and uh, Brent says, Growth starts with owning up with who you are, realizing it was wrong and making yourself better. I wish that the apology didn't sound like something he he's done only because he got exposed. Uh, also, why does Tony Khan seemingly never use Google? Again, that ain't going to pop up on the first several pages. And, you know, Kendrick's been in a major company for the last five years. Yeah. Like, he's been there. So, like, we're, we're talking about using Google. He's been employed um and bix was posting screenshots of paul london liking tweets calling kendrick batshit crazy uh well when you're too wild for paul london buddy <laughs> like like if even you paul won't London's go down like, the rabbit oh, hole with you again what are we doing yeah whoo swifty whiskey says i had fun with this dynamite well i'm having fun with all you people leave your super chats leave your humper chats we would greatly appreciate it. John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, who is being joined by Orange Cassidy. Oh, no, wait. We got somebody saying, Sean, it is called a background check. Listen to me. He has been with the WWE for like six years. Listen to yourself. I, I agree. Sure. I don't think that this was the first thing or the 15th thing that most people would have thought of. And um, I, th I think the, the punishment has fit the crime. He shouldn't have been on the show tonight at all. To be all. fair, it's not like everybody didn't know. Kendrick with this crazy conspiracy theories, they just didn't know that it went this deep, apparently. <laughs> Eloquent said Harlan posted a gif of him throwing Kendrick. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, John Moxley takes on Wheeler Yuta, who uh, is joined by Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. Dan Housen plays a bit of a role. He practically curses John Moxley. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was, it was a perfect distraction. Like, Moxley turned right into it. And then got, was like, he wasn't like distracted. He was startled. And Wheeler Yuta was already in midair by the time that happened and landed on him. 
Moxley has leaned out so well. He looks awesome. Yeah. I love this match. Wheeler Yuta is great. I thought he was a fantastic replacement, Alex. Yeah, um, Moxley has leaned out so much that his pants don't fit anymore. Like they were falling down the whole match. Um, uh, I uh, I thought this was great, uh, and I I it, it was kind of fun to watch. Like Moxley look look at Danhausen. Like, who are you supposed to be? What happened since I've been gone? Which is great. I saw somebody tweet. Try explaining Danhausen to somebody who doesn't like wrestling. And Tyler Edwards of Black Label Pro said, "Try explaining him to someone who does like wrestling." <laughs> yeah. And the crowd's chanting at him. And like yeah. before this, I like to think that John Moxley had no clue who Dan Housen was, but he knew that he was somebody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I like to think that's the way it played out. Robert, any thoughts on the body of this match? Oh, first of all, I want to know why Willie Yuta hasn't gotten a graphic yet that says he's all elite because yeah. he deserves it. Outside of that, this match was great. Willie Yuta is very good at his job. Mm-hmm. This match, Serve the purpose better for what came out of it, I think, than yeah. the Brian Kendrick match would have. And that's just yes. something that we didn't know we were going to get. Very true. Match is fantastic. Um, Wheeler Yuta is just exceptional. He is the right kind of person to put in these roles. And he excels every time. He does deserve to be signed yeah. full-time. Uh, after the match, Brian Danielson comes out. And he cut a fantastic promo that that left me excited. It left me wondering. It played off of history. Brian Danielson said, I watched you when I was elsewhere, and I watched you as AEW champion, and I don't care what anybody says. You were the best world champion, and if you had a little bit of support, you probably still would be world champion, and you deserve that support. And as much as I think that we should fight, I think that we should fight together more. He said, a dinosaur should not be the tag team champion, a guy who vlogs should not be TNT champion, which I love by the way, because 11 years ago, Brian Danielson started up a YouTube that he gave up on in a week. And the idea was I'm going to do techniques and I'm going to bury people. And that was it. And I was very excited. And they never followed up. He taught us how to do a good guillotine. Yes, he did that. He did. And then he said, a cowboy should not be the world champion. Like, look what we could do. We could pluck Daniel Garcia away from 2.0. We could pluck Wheeler Yuta, who just gave you a run for your money, away from best friends. We could pluck Lee Moriarty away from Matt Seidel. And you've got Daniel Garcia saying out there, could you imagine? And then Mm. 2.0 will quote tweet him and say, no, really, could you imagine? Because we don't want you to. Lee Moriarty is like, he's saying what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like the, the 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 part of the fantasized stable, Alex. The the young guns being taught by the guy that probably influenced a lot of them. Oh. And he wants John Moxley to help craft them. And this has one of two possible outcomes. Yes. They fight or they team up, or they team up and then they fight. So maybe three. All of which rule, Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare that 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 wrestling anymore gives you the uh, the thing where there are three branching uh, uh, storylines that can come out of this promo, and all three of them kick freaking ass. Like it's, I'm so excited for all of this. I do hope we get option C, which is that this actually happens, that they work together really well for a while. The stable, like 
balloons to maybe like four or five. It's co-ed, like get Layla Hirsch in there. Like Serena Deeb is like co-coach or whatever. Like get like make it awesome. And then it has to splinter. Because as 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 there's a fraction between uh, um uh, fracture between Moxley and Danielson, the, the the their pupils have to take sides, and it's like you know Miyagi Do versus Cobra Kai all over again. I'm super into all of this. It's so great. But like the moment like he comes out, and we we've, we've been thinking this whole time, Danielson's just scouting for his next opponent, and he might be. That might be where they go. But when he when he when he comes like we shouldn't be fighting we should be fighting together my jaw dropped onto the yeah. floor and I was like why didn't I think of this it's perfect um I yeah I I'm so excited by by this this has me um really um anticipating what the next year of it th- this them coaching up the best young grapplers in the game like that changes all of wrestling. Because what those young talents could learn, like specifically, like not only just like, you know, in the back training, but like being as a part of a stable with them and learning about how to tell stories. Like who knows how much better Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty, Wheeler Yuta will be having these kinds of experiences with Moxley and Daniels than they would have been without. I'm so excited. This is the greatest thing that came out of this night. Bar none. Yeah. Brian Danielson has finally said, I don't like all this goofy shit that's on this show. It works. It works for why he's there. He doesn't want to be the yes guy. He doesn't want to be the campy baby face. He wants to wrestle and he wants to surround himself with wrestlers. And I could not be more here for it. He needs to take hook. He's the guy to take hook. And I want to see it happen. Man, we got lots of super chats about this. Uh, Zach Schimmel says, SRS, I appreciate the shout out, but it isn't necessary. I see Fightful is an investment. Any money I give to Fightful is always to help you grow as I've been around for three years now. We appreciate you, Zach. You've always been an awesome dude. And he says, Alex, how does Tony D feel about Danhausen being with best friends? Lisa and I got a lot of friends around the block, down the club. These are good friends of mine, but I don't know if they're my best friends. My best friends are my cousins, Carmine. You know, and Paulie, they, 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 we, we go out, we go do jobs together. It's a little light work. But this guy, I would never have a vampire as my best friend because you never know when he's going to sneak into your bedroom at night and bite you on the neck. And then what? Boom. Look at that. You're a vampire too. Nosferatu all over the place. Forget about it. Gobble Does Tony eat enough garlic bread to prevent this from happening? I love garlic. Listen, <laughs> I love garlic. It's all over my mother's kitchen. But I don't usually keep it around my neck when I take a nap. All right? That's fair. How can I say? Brent Lockman says, bearing the lead as Dan Housen in chaos. Well, we haven't seen the formal invite. I got it. You know what? I'm going to ask Rocky. I'm going to ask Rocky Romero. Mark G says, can we get Mox versus Orange and Dan Housen stat? Dan Housen might never wrestle. I'm okay with that. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Chris Rain says, you'd have put on an awesome showing tonight and Dan Housen is so over. Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody about it in St. Louis, and this person said, man, I don't know. I don't understand Dan Housen. Like, will he even draw for AEW? And I said, buddy, he draws for us, and he doesn't work for us. <laughs> <laughs> A third of our show last week was Dan Housen Super Chats. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ace says, maybe reaching Danielson, constantly flexing, new mocks, 
has started flexing. Someone else flexed tonight. CM Punk, who day Bearcats, Ice Storm. <laughs> yeah, it's getting rough out here. Uh, but we'll we'll see. Uh, I, I think CM Punk will eventually. I think Punk is more likely to join Danielson in this than Moxley is. Maybe. Uh, Brent says, you to look great. Would love that this was a start of a little push for him as he's so good. Buddy, give me the trios. The trios titles, and then you got Garcia, Moriarty, and uh, Yuta. I think that's a good one, especially if they're able to freebird it and Moxley and Danielson can step in here and there. Yeah. Give me that. Mark says, Mox is going to say thanks, but no thanks, and Danielson is going to team with Punk as vets and all those guys in their stable. Maybe reunite him. uh, Maybe reunite Deeb with him, too. I love the yeah. idea of Serena Deeb being a part of this as well. Like, yeah. like the women's branch of that. Dan Janoff says, need that Mox Danielson dojo ASAP. And Brent says, the sure or sheer potential of this school is staggering. Numlock says, Mox Brian Stable, please rescue Daniel Garcia from 2.0 for God's sake. I think that Garcia with 2.0 has been great up until now. And them finding someone else would be good as well. Like, I I think I think they really helped him get his get, get his feet under him in AEW, being able to be like the personality for him to be, to be part of. I love that, like our son. I like that a lot. Now he's yeah. outgrown them, like faster than I thought he would. But he doesn't need them anymore. He can he can move on. He's you know spread your wings and fly, young man. Shot Kid also says Deeb's Dragon Dojo Coed School. Book it, Tony. Uh, Shauna says that this promo uh, by Brian to Mox was a chef's kiss. Give me this pairing. And I love seeing Alex so happy. It's nice. That. Look at this I won't smile. be for the rest of the evening. Probably. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Tom LaValle says the Nightmare Factory storyline and split, but with people we actually care about. We're <laughs> hmm. uh, oh. Nightmare Factory. Hugh Janus says, great dynamite. Love the Danielson promo and a great main event. Did think the restart was unnecessary and the Brandy segment was poops. Oh, we will get to it. No, Ricardo says, <laughs> Ricardo says, Mock should say yes and they should call them technical difficulty. Oh, Jesus. That's good. I like that. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Daniel Rothenberg says, not sure I need the dojo. It doesn't seem like Mox's style, but can Danielson do still do the mentoring? Him uh, Moriarty and Garcia as trios champ sounds good to me. We're on the same page with that one. I kind of like that it isn't in Mox's lane, Robert, because I like when some of these people do things that we wouldn't expect for the, expect of them. If it wasn't for the fact that we knew Mox was with Eddie, I'd think that this was more likely. But Mox does have Eddie, and I think that Punk Danielson versus Mox and Eddie sounds a whole lot of fun. We have a few more. We got Sam G saying TK needs to manifest Brian Danielson's words into reality. An American dragon led stable of Garcia, Yuta, and Lee would hump. I mean, if you are those three on yeah. screen, yeah. why wouldn't you go to Brian Danielson immediately after Alex and say, Hey, regardless of if Moxley's in, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that you know, that might be a thing Danielson was like, Well, if he's not in, I don't want you. Like, I don't sure. mean that he might say that, but I, but you got, that should be a thing that you, a character would do that. Like at least one of them would take up the initiative to go up to Danielson and say, I, I'm in, I want to do that. Now, what might happen after that? That's up to you to write, but the character would do that. And I'll tell you what I like about this. Why wouldn't best friends be upset? I mean, best friends won't be upset because they're not insecure little bitches, <laughs> but 
on this show 2.0 R. Why would they yeah. not be mad at Brian Danielson? Why would Matt Seidel not be mad at Brian Danielson? Not to say that he's an insecure bitch, but within the show, 2.0 kind of are. That's their thing. But right. um, I, I think that would I think that sets up a few matches. Daniel says, if Mox joins Danielson, I'd love for Kingston to get involved and lead to a feud between him and Danielson. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't? Volob says, I want a match at Revolution and then do the stable. I just want a commercial free Danielson versus Mox match, please. I like the stable idea. I'm picking up what Alex is putting down here, but I want the match. I do too, and they will have the match. And they'll they've have had a match good regardless. Match that, that I feel yeah. like that's definitely going to happen. The, the the them leaving it open tonight makes makes me think Mox is going to say no, which means Danielson does the whole thing on his own, and we get the the Mox Danielson thing. But I yeah. would like him to eventually say yes. But them leaving it open makes me think he's going to say no. I don't think. I don't think uh, Mox is going to say yes, but I don't think Danielson does it alone either. There's plenty of options for him oh, sure, to do this. Sure. Where do you think their gym would be based out of? Maybe California strikes. Well, I'll tell you what. It can be based out of anywhere they want when they use uh... NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They'll get 70% Very off true. their NordVPN plan. Plus one additional month for free. Maybe they're online. They're 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 trying to show Wheeler Yuta some I I don't know some Japanese technique videos, and then it pops up and it goes bam region blocked. <sighs> Not when you use NordVPN.com/slash/fightful. You can change your virtual location with just a click. And you know what? Maybe if they're traveling, maybe they're going to seminars. They log onto that hotel Wi-Fi, that airport Wi-Fi, that gym Wi-Fi. There's going to be sneaky little hackers all around. On that public Wi-Fi. That's why you got to protect yourself with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can access content from over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location with one click. They're going to pull up some Billy Robinson seminar from the UK. And it's going to say, no, sorry, you cannot watch this video. It's in another castle. And all of a sudden, you're going to be able to set your location to that castle. If Super Mario had used NordVPN.com slash Fightful all along, he would have not got the runaround. The game would have been over after Super Mario Brothers won. NordVPN is the fastest VPN in the world. You can use it on up to six devices. Laptops, phones, smart TV, iPads, even your router. And how about this? You get a 30-day money-back guarantee. If NordVPN is not right for you, so there's no risk. Not only that, think about this. I paid like 75 bucks for a UFC pay-per-view. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to subscribe to BT Sport, which is much cheaper, and I'm going to end up paying myself off for using NordVPN as a result. The subscription pays for itself. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also use that code Fightful. It's a good time, guys. That was a good segue. Proud of that one. Did that one really good. Look at that. Nintendo might never even exist. They they wouldn't be buying whatever. Who who they would they buy this week? Gex entered the gecko. What was it? One of those. Nintendo didn't buy anybody yet. Sony and Microsoft did. I thought Nintendo bought somebody this week. I don't think so. Let me see. Nintendo bought. Come on. Oh, I guess not. Well, you know what? <laughs> go buy go buy Gex Enter the Gecko. Do that one. He was, I will. <laughs> he was he was sarcastic and smarmy. He was a good one. 
Richard Stevens says, watching live from the UK and newly subscribed. Would love to see more uh, or Mox and Danielson team up. Maybe have them go through the forbidden door to the G1 as well. A mm. man can dream. Uh, have them do World Tag League together. That would be cool. I would yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Alan Mark says, hey, gang, think about this. Mox elevates Eddie and Danielson sees that Eddie's honestly working out and training to improve. Hmm. I, I would like that, too. I would like that an awful lot. Sawyer says Moxley should say yes, but on the condition, they also recruit Shota Umino. Oh, God, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Good. I mean, John Moxley told me personally that he hopes in like 15 years, Shota carries him through a feud and they make some money off of it. That's what he he's told me. The Nerd Guru says, I feel like all the, the guys he named should say no at first. And one week he brings in his top prospect in Johnny Gargano. Oh, Johnny's past that. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny isn't going to be anybody's blue chipper. No. Tyrone Kidd says, don't forget Mrs. Jade or Miss Jade is already working with Daniel Bryanson or Brian Danielson. Yeah. Check out the interview that Graps that he did last Saturday with Jade Cargill, a half an hour, a fantastic interview where she mentioned that. Mark Losper says, Sean with a Gex reference. You have never sounded so old. They should bring him back. He was funny. They should. Alan says, hey, gang, think about uh, we We just read that one. Luis! Hold on. I have to put this up. Okay. I don't mean this negatively, but Alex could play a young Wilford Brimley if they were made up by a pick. <laughs> How is that not <laughs> negatively? Diabetes. <laughs> I got the diabetes. <laughs> I'll take the gig, man. Oh, wanna... Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Denise Slayer says, thought I'd drop a small donation on the AW post show. Can someone explain Danhausen to me? AW is the most indie wrestling I watch. Denise Slayer, um, the answer is no, I can't. But you know what? We've got Fightful Magazine. Danhausen, who is he and why is he everywhere? Fightfulmag.com. Check out all those features. Do drop. Jake Paul. EC3 wrote for us. Nate Marquardt wrote for us. WCW Revenge. Monora Suzuki. All kinds of good stuff. Fightfulmag.com. No, I can't explain to you who or what Dan Housen is. There is a very fantastic nice, fantastic compilation on Fightful Scraps on the on YouTube you channel that has all kinds of interviews with him. If you, after you've watched that, you still have questions, it's perfectly natural because so do I. But I watched the whole yes. thing and at least you, you get a sense of who the character is, not necessarily why he exists or where he came from, but you definitely know what he does. Yeah, uh, youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. It was so funny in the comments. Somebody says, must be a simple coincidence this comes right after he was hired by AEW. No, dummies! I'm smart! I said, Kyler, let's post that compilation. You I said it on the show. <laughs> yeah, I said it on the show. show. Yep. Of course. Why wouldn't I do that? And it's uh, now the most watched thing on Fightful Scraps. So head over to youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. And there is a... a one hour, four minute compilation. He rates my action figures. Uh, I interview him with a broken leg. We talk about him getting compared to Dr. Britt Baker DMD. He tries to steal my watch. And also another uh, cheap plug for Ethan Page, who we're about to talk about on this show, kind of. He did a toy vlog. I was on it at uh, our friends at Toy Vomit, who have gone online now, uh, Dan Housen and Hornswoggle. I mean, the reality of the situation is Ethan Page called me up and he said, hey, Listen, this Dan Housen guy needs the rub. I need some eyeballs on him. Sean Ross Sapp, will you come help us? And I said, okay, 
I'll help get this kid over. And look, look what happened. My God. Saint, John. It's it's what I do. He says, what does Wilford Brimley think about Dan Hudson? No, oh God, no. <clears throat> The vampires eat Quaker oats. Do they have diabetes? <laughs> if not, I don't give two dams about them. Jambeard says, can we give a shout out to that dude who did an AEW Royal Rumble on oh, Twitter? That was using so Spotify cool. playing themes. I haven't seen that. Oh but I would God, love I, to. I I retweeted it, man. He he did this thing where he was like, he used he put all the, the top guys' themes on his Spotify playlist and hit shuffle. And the way it came out, like the order of it was just so compelling. It was really that roster is so freaking deep. Yes, it is. Like, like the, everybody in that thing was with a star. And I was like, that's not what the, what the WWE Rumble was this year. Pratik says, imagine Danielson do the Wyatt Brian angle again, but with him being with Wyatt and one of the students being with Brian, the possibilities are endless. I wouldn't expect to see Wyatt pop up on AEW anytime soon. I just don't think that's the, the scene right now. But um, I'd love to that, see Samoa Joe. I'll just throw that out there. I that's would too. Dream. Yeah, I would too. Mark Losper says, imagine if Conan O'Brien was upset or possessed by a demon, that's Danhausen. Yep. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good one. Twist the Fate Studios. I see your 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 chat. Luis will will search around for uh a comment for you as well. But uh man, Evil Wizard said Keith Lee tweeted a quote of the Sith code today. Does that mean a heel run is incoming? I think oh, he'd yeah. be I think he'd be a good heel, Robert. Yeah, yeah I I don't think it means that. I think people enjoy, you know, reading sure. too much into Twitter. But I would love to see Keepley as a heel because he deserves it. And he should have a chip on his shoulder. Kevin Hale says, even Fox Mulder said, WTF, Kendrick. Hashtag X-Files. And Braun Wagner says, any more news on the Brian Kendrick? Well, we broke the news yesterday that it was out of his contract on FightfulSelect.com. We're going to have more contract news over the next week. But on, I think, Thursday, I got a couple stories dropping. I've got an update on Mustafa Ali. Uh, We are going to have the financials and a lot of stuff about that. But on Fightful Select, I'm going to have probably a QA and a show if the power stays on here in Kentucky with this ice storm. I'll have a big update on what's going on with Mustafa Ali, contact with WWE. Uh, I've got uh, an update on an injured wrestler coming soon. More on Alexa Bliss. Uh, what else? Oh my gosh, a big story on WWE locker room morale. This past Saturday has people talking to me, and you guys are going to want to read this one. Fightfulselect.com. I want to thank you guys. We got to 4,840 subscribers, which is a record. And um, at the beginning of each month, because Patreon's weird, it chops off about uh, five or 600 of those. If I get to 5,000, I have committed to releasing the worst interview I ever did. And I revealed on the list goes on today. It's with Virgil. And as bad as you think it is, it is 50 (laughs) times worse. 50 times worse. But I'll do anything for money. So will he. Yeah. Yeah, that he will. Pratik says, to add to my previous chat, I'm in a mirror image of the Wyatt Bryan angle. Oh, yeah. that that would be, yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. I like that they play off of history of those things too, Alex. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, because uh, doing doing it in the way that like if 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 Danielson is the heel now, doing that would be really cool. True infamous says, I hate Patreon. Well, buddy, 
So do I, but you know what? It's the best possible service that we have, and they got some good changes coming based on the survey I just took. Nerd Guru says, Danhausen is the child of Joker and Dracula. Uh, you know what? People will say literally anything to keep us from talking about this segment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay with it. Brandy Rhodes is out there with a live mic. Before this show, someone said to me in AEW, wait till you see what Brandy's doing tonight. And I said, I'd. And then I saw what Brandy was doing tonight. Well, the bright side is we get Paige Van Zant back, but I don't know if building... <laughs> you can't skip to that. There's so I, much oh, that I happened. Can. There is. Oh, there is. But let me tell you, when the highlight is that they're building woman with zero pro wrestling matches against Brandy Rhodes, uh, I don't... Uh, you, that'll be a Rampage match. That yeah. will be taped, I would imagine. Valab says, I'll pay you to skip this segment well huh. there's so much happened that it happened in the promo she called chicago cleveland etc but like what was she out there to do before she was interrupted i know the only thing yeah. she Talk did was, was she called chicago cleveland what was the whole point of her being out there to begin with that that, that made no sense she's gonna reform the nightmare collective well that must have been it <sighs> well hey listen i broke up the nightmare collective you did. almost you did? two years of the day and have we heard Jericho say GFY since I buried it on Twitter? No, he's say he's calling himself. No, he's an influencer now. now. So thanks he's for that. The so. influencer. You're That's welcome. His new thing. You're welcome. I don't know if it's that much better than GFY. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. Can you, can you now tell him that the influencer is a stupid thing to call yourself? Listen, listen. We have a Monday night's monkey paw. We're getting a Wednesday night yeah. one too. Yeah, it's true. Eloquent says, "Who are we supposed to be rooting for?" I posted a tweet that said. They're saying shut the fuck up, but to who? <laughs> and it was a joke, and people were like, very clearly, very clearly, it's Brandy. I'm like, it's a joke. They both sucked here. Um, so Mark G says, wonder how Kate liked two Lambert promos. I would imagine not at all. Yeah. Corn Man says this Brandy Lambert segment was even worse than the last one. Lambert's presence on the show has also always been a huge miss for me. Seeing him twice in one night is utterly perplexing. I think Tony probably has sort of like the, the Vince view of Baron Corbin. Until you're there and you heard Baron Corbin get the type of heat he does live, right. Right. you could see why Vince was on the other side of that curtain going, oh, God damn. So you could probably see why Tony Khan believes that. But it's just not good. And let me tell you, there are a few things I think are more cringe in a wrestling promo than saying, face and heel turn. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. It's it's just saying that someone's being disingenuous somewhere. The right. one line that I thought... Well, also, Dan Lambert is calling out Brandy Rhodes for code switching. And... Um, like, Dan, like, Dan Lambert is the guy to do that. Exactly. Hey, have exactly. Scorpio Sky do that. You know? Yes. Like, then, then at least... You could get away with it. Like, having Dan Lambert... Like, that's not your place, dude. I mean, I just not... I don't think... But whatever. I, I the one the, the one good line was her calling out Ethan Page and saying, We only signed you to get to Josh Alexander because good for Josh Alexander. A million yeah. people heard his name yeah. tonight and I'm stoked about That's it. That's good. And I bet Ethan was stoked about it too. Not 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 so great was him like the only the only turn anybody wants is that what the one you used to do in your former job was somebody would turn you face down. And I was like, What, what? former job? Prostitute. He's called her a prostitute. Oh, he's called yeah, her so a prostitute. Like, 
Yeah. I, I thought maybe I was like, is there yeah. some story I missed out on during her modeling or WWE days? I don't know, man. Yeah, it was to the point where I had to explain that to uh, Gisberto, who was writing an article on it. He's like, what was the WWE line? I said, that wasn't a WWE joke. Mm-hmm. He's saying she yeah. was a prostitute. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, this sucked. This to, sucked to, so much. To which I reply, who gives a fuck if she was? Yeah. Right. Who could possibly give well, a no, fuck? No, no, yeah, that's not. But and just, but that but he was using he was using it as an insult in a, in a way that wasn't like like if, if that's all you got if that's all you got as an insult to a woman you got nothing just shut up at least this week he did realize okay i i gotta bury zach barber hold on zach listen buddy listen you're asking for it here he says so everybody wants more women's matches and feuds aw kicks off a major women's feud with brandy and Paige, and everyone craps all over it but he says not a match sean i want to see Paige knock brandy the fuck out Listen, this wasn't good. No, you can't. Okay, listen. <laughs> you you can get to mm. to Paige Van Zant punching Brandy in the face in a in any number of ways that are one million times better than this. That's all. It is so weird to me. It's like, yeah, I know it's bullshit, but they're doing that thing that that some people want. Come on. Come on, you can do better than this. You can do better than this. Brent Lockman says, I'll seriously sell what's left of my soul to never have two Lambert segments on a show again. Oh, man. Chris Hart says, honestly, love that we're getting Paige Van Zant back. So that's what happened. Paige Van Zant is back. But before that, like, Brandy is taking shots at American Top Team. And one of them, she's like, fairly good line. Your best fighter got knocked out by Jake Paul. Solid line. Not a bad line. Then she says, Amanda Nunez, should we even go there? Is that too soon? A zero people there. Oh, you know what? Maybe Bilal Muhammad, UFC fighter in the front <laughs> row, knew. Yeah, maybe he, maybe knew. he knew. I'll clue you guys in. Amanda Nunez, greatest women's fighter of all time, left American top team to start her own team. Mm-hmm. People do it all the time. <sighs> Lord Jackson says that Lambert Brandy segment, yikes, go off, Palowski. Like the, the thing was that like it got such a universally like horrible response. The idea that they would choose to do it again, it just it just boggles my mind. I don't know. It's just weird. Weird. I don't know why you would do that. Well, we got lots of chats about it. Irene yeah. says, is Lambert quietly helping the ratings? Why is he on screen regularly as though he must be? He's getting go away heat, so go away. This needs to stop. I really thought he was going to go away after the, the inner circle feud. And Sawyer says, is this heel versus heel, or is Dan Lambert supposed to be a face now? Like, That's I'm okay. the problem here. I'm yeah. okay with heel versus heel. I'm okay with it. Like, as long as it's interesting... This isn't interesting to me. If you're if you're using him to to make everybody hate Brandy more, oh, I suppose. But like, we don't want you know you shouldn't be cheering for the things that he says. Like, you, if you want to boo both of them, that's fine. But don't be cheering for the things that he says because the things he says are vile. Alicia Ellis says, "I mute every Brandy and Dan Lambert segment, so only know about the segment from Twitter." Jambeard says, careful, Sean, if you talk or retweet about someone talking about sex, you might get called out on Twitter by some moron. Woof. 
saw some real dummies this week. Yep. Saw some real ones. Uh, Alan Mark says, gang, this was just tasteless and crude. Yes, it was. Chris Rain says, the only part of that Brady Lambert segment I liked was that we got Paige Van Zant back in AEW. She is back. They were separated. Paige Van Zant. Hopefully it translates to to in the ring. Money Mark says worst TV husband Cody or Jimmy Uso. I mean at least Cody has the the cop out of I don't work there right now. <laughs> I can't. I'm not under contract. <laughs> Jimmy Uso should be like Sonia. Could you please lay off my wife just yeah. once? As a tag team champion, I'm requesting this. Thank you. Uh, Nerd Guru says, Dan Lambert, please leave. The idea of Brandy and Paige Van Zant having a match is on my list. I never, ever want to see. So hard pass. I get the excitement by behind Paige Van Zant, but like she's had no matches. None. Jambeard says, I love the idea of Brian. Uh, uh, that one's for something else. Need those separated. Uh, but uh, Mark Losper says, heat is supposed to lead to people wanting to pay. Uh, to see someone get murdered, I would pay for Brandy and Lambert not to be on TV. Yes, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm with good. you there. And Brandy's not very bright, is she? She goes up to Paige Van Zant like open wide, just allowing herself to get taken down. It was a very weird way to approach Paige Van Zant. Whatever. In the corner says, "I love dark cringe humor, but I was pacing uncomfortably during that segment." Johan says, why can't AEW write lines for women's that aren't sexist bullshit? It's so awful. Jericho is guilty of it too. All that creativity in the company, and this is what they come up with, do better. It seems like it's trying to harken back to like the late 90s. Yeah. And, and DJ says, why do people hate this? But what they love the Attitude Era. Buddy, there's a whole lot of shit that I watched back then that aged terribly. And this is not the kind of stuff that I loved back then. What I loved yes. was it, when it seemed like there were like 12 top guys and like, and they were always fighting each other, and the matches were great, and and those stories were great. This stuff, when they would bring out Sable and 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 Lawler would be like puppies. I hated that stuff, and I was a kid then. I still knew it was bad. And at the very least, he wasn't insulting her when he said, "No, that. he wasn't. He was actually praising her puppies. Wasn't <laughs> he, he was praising them." Uh, also, there's a lot of shit back then too. Yeah, uh, literally and figuratively. Britt Lockman says anything to the Alexander mention? Not yet. Tom says Brandy versus Paige Van Zandt at the pay-per-view. God, I hope not. That needs to be a tape match. That'll be on Rampage yeah. one of these days. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Brian says, I know they're vastly different conversations, but pulling Kendrick and having someone walk on TV and call themselves sexist, talking about slapping the shit out of Brandy is not the move. Yeah, slapping the shit out of it. That was bad. And he's not the only one, he says, in that arena. Kevin Slider says the Lambert Road segment was the worst part of Dynamite. This is a consistent theme. Like, and this, this show, this specific podcast is not like, it isn't like our, it isn't a niche podcast for us. It's our most watched podcast every right. single week. And it is diehard AEW fans. And AEW makes their money off of diehard AEW fans. So I don't know why you want to force feed them something they don't like. Mark says, hot take, the Attitude Era was trash. A lot of people thought so. Hot Kid said, I wasn't a fan of that segment, but we got Paige back, with them, which I'm all for. Does she look more invested than Ronda on Monday? <laughs> Let me tell you, buddy, if Ronda wasn't invested, Ronda wouldn't be there. Ronda's, Ronda's investing in a lot of things because she's back in WWE. So. <laughs> Ronda has chosen 
to play her character on screen yes. as not giving a shit about anything, which isn't really all that fun to watch. Exactly. But I don't think it's Rhonda not giving a shit. I think it's how she's playing herself. Majones117 says, actually, that was uh, for a different segment. I skipped ahead. Jambeard says, F Dan Lambert. That segment with him and Brandy was trash, and now he's starting to bring down Archer and Jake. We'll get to that. Kevin Hale says, as mentioned, the best and worst tonight. Brandy Dan segment. Tony K signed off on this shit, correct? Is he really not listening to the fans? Is What is the end game here? Well, I mean, he ultimately signed off on everything. So, yeah, I would imagine so. I It's hard for me to understand what the end game of force-feeding Lambert and Brandy. I think there are a lot of things that Brandy can do that are interesting and are good because I've seen her do good and interesting things before. I haven't seen Dan Lambert in AEW do things that I would deem good and interesting. I've seen him do it in a lot of other companies, but not here. Eloquent says he's fine when he's given 20 seconds and that's a wrap. Why is he always given five minutes of time? That is confusing. Do you think they subscribe to the theory that like negative press or negative reactions are good just because you're talking about them? Yeah. I mean, so I was on a show once with Vince Russo where he justified David Arquette being on the cover of USA Today or something like that. And I believe somebody said, yeah, so was OJ Simpson. And I said, oh, okay. It ain't always good to get publicity. Uh, I don't think those are comparable situations by any stretch of the imagination. But getting publicity isn't always great. Sometimes it is a terrible thing. Uh, Mike Preventure says the Attitude Era was phenomenal for wrestling in the short term and terrible for the long term. That's a good way to look at it. We had uh, Adam Cole on the Cutler cam. He cuts a promo. He's got Evil Uno on Rampage. Just was quick to the point. Good stuff. Uh, Then we got the Hangman promo, and he just wants to fight Lance Archer. That's it. He said, I'm tired of waiting. I want challengers, and I like that. He doesn't want to wait around for anything. But then we get another Lambert promo, and who? why? What was the purpose? What was the point? He also decided to like that he was... was he thinks the Cleveland Indians shouldn't have changed their name. That was, that was, that's yeah. his stance. Like, I don't, I don't like, like, again, like I, people who are like, I, I think Dan Lambert's great on the mic. I think he could be if the subject matter that he was saying wasn't, wasn't like he could, I think he's perfectly talented enough that he can actually cut promos. It's the stuff that he's choosing to cut the promos about and the actual topics he's bringing up out of left field for no reason that make no sense to me. I mean, also, I feel like putting some of that shit on the air after the Kendrick thing probably wasn't good either. Yeah, and probably not. Alicia Ellis say, don't Rhonda and Brian Kendrick share the same conspiracy filled brain. She has said some really aberrant shit of her own in the yep. past. Yes. She sure has. Uh, I, I, there were some things that emerged from Kendrick that obviously she has not said, but there, yes. there've been some stuff that is really bad as well. Uh, Ian Hunter says, is there any chance for a North reunion? Yeah, I think there's a chance. Yeah. Uh, Lance Archer beats that ass and puts, hangman page to the table with the blackout we know that lance archer doesn't have a chance to win this but it should be a fun it should be a fun match but yeah fun effective robert you got anything on this yeah i'm beginning to feel like if page as a character just wanted to fight wouldn't he just show up every week and fight like so many other on the people on the roster do like punk is constantly ready to fight and fighting it's weird that 81 days as champion, and aside from the two Brian matches, it's like, what has he done? Where's the Dark Order? So much of what led him to it 
just seems to have disappeared and I'm not really feeling it, but it should be a good match next week. So, um, yeah, this was, this was fine. It was fine. We had the, uh, AHFO promo. We got Cassidy versus Sammy Guevara on rampage. Matt Hardy pressuring Andrade to sign Darby. I like that. Why not? They, the A, the HFO needed something Mm -hmm. and this makes them a lot more interesting. I don't know about interesting enough, but we'll see. Oh boy. One of my favorite things on this show, the ass boys attacking jungle boy and throwing him in the snow, but that's not it. That's not what we're worried about or anything like that. They throw him out in the snow and Luchasaurus and Christian come to make the save and the ass boys scamper away, but they're doing it. Watch Billy Gunn run, and I ain't making fun of how he runs, but he was not trying to slip and fall on his 50-something-year-old ass. No, he was not going to do that, no. He wasn't. Uh, And them like, (laughs) as they ran off. This was amazing, Robert. It's so cheeky, but it works. Like, (laughs) The ass boys are cheeky. Yes, they're cheeky. They're ass boys. They do embrace it, whether or not. Like, I feel bad for Luchasaurus running out there in the uh, cold like that. The man lost his entire family to the Ice Age. This is a terrible, true. terrible gosh, thing to yeah. do to him. It's terrible. My God, this segment was great. Oh, gosh, I loved it. DeLeo says, I think the Cole Uno match leads to a Cole Hangman AEW title program. Uh, I hope so, because one of the things that has bothered me about Hangman's title reign is how the Dark Order has just been ignored. Yeah. Not just Hangman and Dark Order, just the Dark Order is barely on this show. I know Cabana's in Australia and stuff, but we'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Jambeard wants some Adam on Adam violence at the pay-per-view. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, we've got JDB Pringle says, I'd like to make SRS insufferable for a minute by mentioning the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry I forgot to mention that, guys. That is important that you all know that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Connecting people through wrestling says it was cool meeting you at the Rumble, Sean. Good vibes. Cheers to you and your team. Thanks for you and all your hard work. Hey, thanks for taking that picture. Uh, myself, Will, Phil, Hannah, Issa. Uh, I don't think Louie was there anymore, but my friend Corey and some others were in, in the lobby of the hotel. Got to meet that fella. It was very nice meeting you. Uh, Jambeard says, I love the idea of Brian wanting the four killers as a stable. It's what a lot of fans have uh, fantasy booked. And Brian wanting it is also great work. Brian Cherry picking the great young talent from four different stables is fun. Yes, and it gives him natural matches along the way. It's good. Always be scamming, says, still think that Danielson Stable should be called DAD, Danielson's Alliance of Dudes, and they all just have matches that (laughs) hum. Sova says, Robert keeping kayfabe alive with his tweet. What? What did I? I basically tweeted what I just said about the Ice Age. Ah, okay, fair, fair. Bill Reese says, "When is uh, Kip Sabian coming back?" The box thing is so stupid. No, he had surgery, but he should be ready to go now. And Tom says, "Dan, how's an injury update?" Um, I mean, they he suffered a similar injury to to Mance Warner, and Mance Warner was slugging it out in the ring at Hammerstein a couple weeks ago. And Dan Housen is traveling and getting around without his boots. So I would imagine um, not too far off. I would imagine. The difference but is, though, Manser needs to fight. Yes. Dan Housen does yeah. not. Dan Housen does not. 
And Kip Sabian, I don't know. I've been asking for updates. I don't know. I would they imagine just give him a new shirt. So that's got to be good yeah. for some. Yeah, I would imagine his deal might be one of them that, that expires in May. I'll, I'll look to find out about that. Chris Rain says, give me the North versus FTR. That is that is a dream match yeah, for me. Yeah, that would be it great. Is. Ken Shiro says, firmly believe that Brandy doesn't either understand or doesn't believe in the difference between heel heat and go away heat. WWE mentality. It seems that way. Um, you got to be self-aware. You got to be yeah. self-aware with this stuff. Yeah. Zach Barber says, hopefully Paige talks for herself. Her and Brandy going back and forth could be fire. Paige was never the best promo in UFC. Um, but compared to the alternative, Zach? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Nyla Rose, Ruby Soho. Uh, Lars Fredrickson of Rancid is there. Helps her take off her jacket. He does her theme song. I liked this match. I thought they had some good action here. I loved the drop across the apron. I liked... Uh, I don't. I think it was supposed to happen where Ruby was going for the riot kick while Nyla was on the top rope, but Nyla yanked her arm away mm-hmm. and Ruby missed it and got swantoned. And then there was the beast bomb. I thought this was a really good, effective match. Um, Alex, how'd you feel about this one? I thought it was really good. Um, uh, and I'm uh, I, I'm all for more non-title women's feuds in AEW. That 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 helps. Uh, with the product, I don't know what we're protecting Nyla Rose for at mm. this at this point. Maybe the feud is going to go on for a while, and Ruby will will get her win back, and then they'll maybe have like a rubber match or something. But um, I, I think that Ruby has had some pretty high profile losses, like her first match against Britt Baker for the title. She lost. She got to the finals of the of the TBS tournament. She lost. Like she's still super over, um, and she's picking up wins as well. But I I, I I don't know where we're going on 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 some of these these some of these um, uh, rankings with the women as far as like who's who's winning who's losing that kind of stuff. But like this may have been the longest TV match outside of the lights out match. This was a very long match for the AEW women's division, which is good, and it was also one of the first times Vicky Guerrero actually did something. For Nyla, like that stood out to me that she actually put her foot on the ropes like a good manager would. I hope that they're going somewhere with it, but Ruby needs to get some big time wins because she loses a lot and that gets old quick. I'm with you. I'm with you there. I thought this was a very effective match. I thought this was a a good one, but uh, these two are caught in the same cycle of winning, 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 and then you, you know the drill. Bashar says, the Super Chat feature isn't available here. Well, my friend, if you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, not only will you support us that way, you can Super Chat as well. Mike Preventure says, hope the story ends up being that the elite are doing some evil bureaucracy to keep Hangman from wrestling every week without his knowledge. To me, it feels like the AEW title isn't even secondary. It's like third, fourth, fifth right now. Yeah. I think that's a dangerous territory to get into because then you got main event matches that don't have the heat that they should. Um, we've got, we had some super chats that, that just went vanishing. Luis, I need to put you, you need you to put those back up. There we go. Brent says Ruby and Nyla beat the stuffing out of each other in the best possible way. I agree. It was really, really good. Um, the type of match I want to see on dynamite. I just need, 
consistent pushes out of them. Tom says, remember, they couldn't get the jacket off in the tournament match. That's the callback. Love yeah. Nyla getting in the ring. Uh, get in the Love Nyla in the ring getting better all the time. Again, the, the nod to history and her being like, no, I'm going to stop with my friend and have this right. jacket taken off. I, I like, like that. that as well. I like that touch. Mark Losper uh, calls out uh, AEW with, for some of uh, their their missteps and they're their overlooking. And he says, maybe dumb sexism is their blind spot. It, it has seemed like it based on the track record. It, it has yeah. certainly seemed like it. Chris Jericho is an influencer, Alex. Um, he is the influencer. The influencer. Even, even more than, Ky- than Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Did you notice what he said underneath his breath? No, I did not. So he is the influencer. So he wants you to, to he's, he's placed in products and all that stuff. And he said, uh, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. That's no. what he said. During his promo, he was like, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. One, one year supply of vitamin D hmm. plus five free, free travel packs. That's what he said. Hmm. He said, just one tasty scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients. You too can be an influencer like Chris Jericho. And you can do it by getting your multivitamins, your multiminerals, your probiotics, your green superfood blends, and do it in a way that absorbs better than most multivitamins. Quite frankly, if you're taking like vitamin, like like the gummy vitamins or or the vitamin tablets, that stuff might pass right through you. And I'm I'm not going to give you the details there, but this stuff absorbs so well. It fills the nutritional gaps in your diet. Supports energy and focus. It aids with gut health and health and digestion. Supports a healthy immune system and replaces a bunch of products and pills with one healthy drink. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Dairy-free probiotics, adaptogens, and antioxidants. I always mention how Baron Black, who runs Terminus, put this over on Twitter. And I, I think if you take one look at him, You'll see the stuff that he's taken is working. It's got a superfood complex, digestive en- enzymes, mushroom complexes as well. This has completely replaced my multivitamin. I drink it in the morning. I'm good to go. And uh, quite honestly, my old multivitamin was upsetting my stomach a lot. So uh, this has been a great switch, a great alternative. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. One gram of sugar, less than one gram of sugar. It's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. It's the jam. And that's what Chris Jericho talked about in his promo tonight. Now, Sean, did he also say it was better for you than YJ Stinger? Because you heard something else that we just didn't hear. (laughs) I thought that's what you all heard, and you all were ready to move past the segment after that. Um. Why is there a why is there a mandatory team meeting in the in the middle oh, of the, the ring pit- next week? Well, listen, he was telling them about athleticgreens.com slash. Oh, that must be it. He's must like, it. we haven't been together, and some of you guys have been losing matches, and it's because you haven't been getting you've oh. been taking those vitamin tablets and they've been passing right through you. I went into the bathroom and checked afterwards. I saw the whole vitamin in there. Meanwhile, if you inspect my poo, you won't find that. Because I've been taking athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. All right. Brent Lockman says, Nyla's posted Ruby's dumbass smashed air guitar on eBay. <laughs> He's a legend. Oh, that is great. That is great. Mark Losper says, being like Jericho is not a selling point in 2022. I'm sure <laughs> athletic greens are more much better than that. Oh, he was promoting it for other people. 
Not, not, not that he used it. He oh, was not, other... oh, he doesn't use it. Yeah, yes. he's, he's an influencer. That, 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 oh, that is the endorsement. Is that uh, he does? I see. It's the hashtag if, ad. Concept. If you don't want to be like Chris Jericho, try this product. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Hart says, honestly, love that we're getting Paige Van Zant back. Uh, Nerd Guru mentions, shout out to the free Ali sign guy in the crowd tonight. It's possible. If it's going to happen to me, if it happens, it'll happen this week. That's that's just my hunch based on the financials and all that stuff. I hope. Denise Slayer says SRS with his first world privilege doesn't realize that Super Chats can't even work for the VPN due to locations being locked out on your Google account. Hey, bud, register a new one. There you go. There you go. Here's another one. Also, steal your mother's credit card. It's very important. There you go. But he does say he's been using NordVPN for years. They're great. Just make a dummy Google account, buddy. There you go. Kings of the Black Throne versus Penta and Pack. Majone says, seeing all the Latino love for Penta tonight was amazing. Hope they come to Detroit sometime soon. Lions suck, but Stafford doesn't. Well, he's going to suck in a couple weeks, buddy. Uh, Brent Lockman says, nice at the Black Throne? When did that happen? I think that was an error on their graphic. Uh, But he says, they have to be the most imposing team in wrestling. I loved this match. Loved the missed finish. Liked their finish as well. The pop-up into the power slam. Robert DeFelice, this was pretty effective stuff. You've got this, a protected team with, with a finish that nobody can beat right now. This is good stuff. The only, only thing I would have wanted more of would have been Pack actually blind and just having the oh, wherewithal to man. get around things. The, the beginning of this when he's being led to the ring by Alex Abrahantes and he gets in the ring and he wrestles the first two minutes or whatever, like ducking underneath uh, Malachi Black stuff. And I was like, this is everything I wanted <laughs> back out there. Wrestling blindfolded was so great. And I, honestly, the problem with it was that at the end of the video package last week, he pulled down the, mm-hmm. the blindfold and we saw that he wasn't blind then. If he hadn't done that and he saved the actual reveal for in the middle of the match, it would have been a little bit better. But man, that those couple of minutes when he, when he was still playing blind, oh, it was so great. It was so cool. Loved it. Love this match. This was really good stuff. I think the right team won. Um, ah, I, I, th- I just think it was the right move. I like it. Um, Black and Brody are just wonderful together. Yeah. And uh, the technique on Malachi Black's kicks is outstanding. So good. So good. good. Can't can't put it over enough. Tom says Santana's going to get a double portion of Athletic Greens next week. Book it. (laughs) Only take the recommended amount. Ryan says Nyla getting built to make sure the next face world champ has legit challengers. Same with Deeb, Bunny, Penelope, and Layla. Good direction for AEW's women. I, I don't think anybody... We need a number one contender first. They, yeah. yeah they, 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 both both champs are heels currently, and I don't see either one of them losing anytime soon. I don't think anybody's buying Bunny and Penelope as, as those challengers. I, I just don't. Uh, Layla, perhaps, in the future? Deeb, for sure. Deeb will be bought, I think. Yeah. Uh, main event time. Who boy. This was... Really good. There's some things I didn't like about it. Like, I'm never a big restart guy, and I don't like distraction finishes. 
all in all, there's a lot, there's a lot of longevity that's going to happen out of this match. Yeah. MJF is going to be able to say he beat CM Punk twice. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to say he beat CM Punk in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot to that. Like this, this could be his Jericho. I beat the rocket Austin in the same night type of thing. I was about to say that this match was really good and old school, like the the Harley race teeter-totter sell on the ropes. And then CM Punk did a poison Rana. Mm. God. And then, uh, well, MJF says, or Joe Pearl says, MJF already started to say he beat him twice on Twitter. Look at that. Man, start starting to think I think too much like MJF. That ain't <laughs> great. But I bet he uses athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. But then CM Punk busts out a Pepsi plunge. Now, I just want to say, internet, you're cute. You're adorable. You're sweet. I love you. All my followers, I love you. But I had a hilarious number number of people saying, thought it was a pedigree. And then another group of people saying, LOL, here come the E-drones saying it was a pedigree. It is a pedigree. It is a pedigree. <laughs> it's a top rope pedigree, guys. That's what the pe- that's what Pepsi plunge is. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's the first one we've seen in 17 years. Yeah. Good. Whoo, let's talk about the, the the body of the match, which got restarted because MJF choked out CM Punk. And I had somebody saying. Oh my God, Punk popped up right like that. Well, first off, he was down for like a minute. And if you've ever seen somebody get choked out, it's not the same as being knocked out. You we, wake we up. Actually, we actually saw it on uh, on, yes. on on uh, Rampage recently. Yes. With Ethan Page getting choked out and waking up immediately going, what happened? Yes. You say what happened, you look around, you see what happened, and then you're good to go. Um, he was also taking God. his athletic greens. Brent Lockman says Pepsi plunge. He doesn't need his knees anyway. Robert, the in ring of this, I just, I just adored. This was a great mix of old school, high spots, new school. Th- this had a lot. The first half of this may have been the best old school baby face in his hometown. I'm gonna let somebody in the crowd chop you. I'm gonna take you all the way up in my in the crowd with my people as I'm just beating your ass. He threw him all around. This was perfect. And then MJF had to cheat, had to choke him out. They did the old school arm check, which I popped for because not enough people do that in wrestling. And then, surprisingly enough, they restarted it and still had like a 30-minute match after the first 20-minute match with a Pepsi plunge, with a scary Poison Rana, with just so many good spots that... I don't know if there will ever be a better MJF match on television than this match. Like this is the a match. I, I love that they give away matches like this sometimes. Like it's just, it makes the show must watch. Uh, Mark G says they've already put on three match of the year contenders this year. Yeah. And uh, wrestle vibes with ribbon blade says love punk doing the right thing tonight. He gets it. Well, Alex, the right thing ended up being Wardlow coming down to the ring. And I, I loathe, distraction finishes but when i thought on it for a while i was like all right they they don't do them nearly as much we had a lot of question marks in our head when wardlow came down to the ring mm-hmm. what was going to happen well he passed mjf the diamond ring that knocked out cm punk 
and CM Punk loses in Chicago and MJF wins with the distraction. How'd you feel? Uh, I felt, I felt two ways about this, uh, about the whole match. Um, I thought that the match minus one bit was the best match we'll ever see MJF ever have on television because he's going to save his best work for the pay-per-view. Um, and, and a, and a fantastic story being told in, in many different ways that, 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 that helps cement a lot of really good things. Um, and in the middle, not even the middle, a third of the way through the match, they did something that I loathed. This pull a, a, a string, a strand of wrist tape from your trunks and, and use it as a garrote on punk, but only for like a couple of seconds. Because once you actually wrap your your arms around him in, in the actual sleeper hold, you can therefore no longer be using the tape as a garrote. So he did not actually choke out punk with the weapon. And then I, I I can't stand false finishes and restarts. I think it's just... I don't just, like restarts either. I, I just... I, there was no need. Is I, I thought to myself, watching the rest of the match, well, they did that so that so that MJF would be able to say, ah, but I technically beat him. I choked him out in his hometown, even though I wound up losing the match later. If you actually have MJF go on and beat Punk at the end anyway... There was no need for that whatsoever. It was already, when the match started, I was like, is this going to be a 40-minute match or do they have something crazy planned for the end of the show? No, the match was itself was 40 minutes. I loved everything else about the match except for that part, which I just hated. And it didn't wasn't enough to ruin the whole match for me, but I was like, what? that was completely unnecessary. It was a bunch of rigmarole you didn't need. But I loved all the stories being told with with selling all the injuries and and the Pepsi plunge and MJF continuing to roll out of the ring before he could get pinned. And I loved, loved, loved that Wardlow came down and the and the announcers also didn't know why he was there and talked about that. And we didn't know that he helped MJF win until after the match with the replay, where Shivani was like, oh my God, look, you can see him passing the ring. But we didn't know that because they didn't show that on TV until the replay, which would add even more to it. And I love that that Wardlow, even after he helped MJF, still looked like he didn't like that yes. he had to do it. All of that was so great. I just didn't understand why we had to do the restart because I just hate restarts. It's my own personal proclivities, but I just hate restarts. Robert, how'd you feel about this one? We got we got a couple super chats on uh, Wardlow. Mark Losper says it might be the right finish booking wise, but the other company has poisoned the wealth for distraction finishes, especially for a promotion that treats its wet refs worse than New Japan. That's the thing. If I didn't see them so much in, quite frankly, New Japan uh, abusing their refs and WWE with the finishes, I think that I would have I wouldn't have initially been like, oh, stupid. It's just we see so many funky finishes in wwe i think for the match to be so long and then just end with no no we are going with the fuck finish because that's what we're doing so he can say you beat him twice if it was the length of the first match with the second match finish i think that would have been perfect but this was a little too much by the end of it William Rosmer says, I'm there live, and the end of MJF Punk absolutely killed the crowd energy going into Rampage, and it never fully recovered. feel like they should have moved a few of the Rampage matches to Dynamite and had Punk MJF there instead. Oh, there ha- Punk MJF is a live main event it's match. It's a live match, yeah. Got to do it. Got to do it there. 
Nerd Guru says, kind of hoping that when Wardlow came out, that Keith Lee's debut uh, would be to deck Wardlow, uh, would be helping Punk and getting that big rub from him. I don't know. I'm not of the belief that it's a slam dunk that Keith Lee will go there. I Honestly, out of those signings or out of those releases, I to me, the most slam dunk is Oni Lorcan because of his previous relationships with a lot of those people and how he could fit into, you could team him with literally anybody and he would work. Brent Lockman says MJF tried to put one over on a ref who oversaw a match between two invisible wrestlers. Foolish. Yeah. Shazarn says it's crazy how gaslit I have been, I've been by WWE in years In Pat Kings. I thought the best outcome would be a DQ. I expected punk and MJF to go to a no contest. So glad none of that okay. happened after WWE booking. Well, I mean, still it did do the poison, the well thing. And I wasn't that keen on the distraction finish. Dana Rothenberg says, random question. Do you watch AEW as a sport or a TV show? Not arguing whether wrestling is real, but like Wardlow, MJF, that is good TV. The Damian Priest stuff isn't. I watch it as a TV show. I mean, I, I watch NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, UFC. I, those are the sports I watch. Here's what I'll say. I watch AEW as a pro wrestling show. I watch WWE as maybe it's Saturday Night Live this week. Maybe it's not. I don't really know. I watch AEW as a pro wrestling show, and I watch WWE as a job, is what I watch. Sawyer says, Bryce saw that fan slap MJF's tit and didn't DQ Punk. Then he restarted the match instead of DQing match. Come on, Remsburg. So let's talk about the ref. Yes, there was a fan that Mm -hmm. chopped MJF. That fan was Bilal Muhammad, and if you want to look him up, uh, he has lost one fight in his last 12 UFC fights. Mm. The only reason he hasn't gotten a title match is because he goes to a decision every time. And like their, their hand is being forced there. So uh, that's interesting. I saw people say, Oh, well, why didn't they count, count these guys out? The commentary, I think did a great job commentary, Jim Ross, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone. They're like Bryce Rimsburg is no dummy. Like he knows there will be a riot if they go to a count out here. So right. he's exercising discretion and trying to get him back in the ring. Sure. I thought that was good. Uh, a lot of compliments for that match. Chris Hart says MJF can now brag. He beat punk twice in one night. It's too perfect. Chris rain says that as a signature MJF match, it was amazing. Huge win. Uh, Zero fear says that it humped and we got a lot of, Stuff about the the Pepsi plunge with Demolition Crunch owed to that's a little nod to me and Dan Housen right there says that's what I needed the Pepsi plunge good night Chris Rains tweets about it uh, Lord Jackson says they gave us that match for free what the hell even is this company you all have a pay per view in a month and we got that on television MJF beat Punk twice in one night he's gonna be insufferable and I love it. Powerbomb him, war dog. Go Bengals. So this is, while putting forth this feud, is also adding to the Wardlow match. Just adding more, adding more, adding more. That's what I like about it. They, they've got multiple wheels going at the same time. They're in four-wheel drive right now with this, this storyline, and I like that. Bugs Bunny thinks that Punk will be the heel by the next time they go to Chicago. Do you agree, Robert? Do I think he'll be a heel by the next time? No, because the next time will be all out probably, and he won't be healed by then. Interesting. Do you think so, Alex? Um. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I, I think he might be healed by by all out, but I don't know that that's going to be the next time they go to Chicago. Yeah. They like going to Chicago a lot. 
Ryan says Bryce actually looked for MJF's rope. Good ref. Well, it, it fell out, it fell of, out of, of his armpit. He, he didn't, didn't look, look for it. it. He didn't look for it. Look, look, they would get such a pop if they hired like Mike Kyoto to say, hey, we need a referee to actually, you know, do their job because you guys, you're not Mike doing that. Hey, Mike Kyoto. Who, who doesn't know how to do a briefcase cash in? That's my favorite one. <laughs> this. What is this? Is this a briefcase? What's inside Carmella it? Carmella was so perfect in that cash-in screaming. Yes! I'm sure! Do it! Oh, she was amazing. She was so, so, so good. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> what's up next? We have Rayo saying, I feel high after that main event. I mean, wow. A lot of people really loved it. I mean, despite some of the, the shortcomings. Uh, he says, Punk is a certified GOAT. MJF is well on his way. Pro wrestling is the best. They delivered, I think, in this match. Like, the, they, the, the last half hour was without, I had no notes for it. But yeah. after the first 10 minutes, they did something wacky that I didn't, that I hated. That's all. This show is pretty, is pretty interesting in that the first 20 minutes were taken up by a great segment. The last yeah. 40 minutes by another. I thought this show would be an hour and now we might go a minute over time yeah. <laughs> because there's so much wild stuff in between. Buzz says, before this feud, MJF had reached go away heat for me. Didn't even like his Darby match at full gear. What? Wow. wow. That's come that's, on. That's a statement. That is. Says he's overrated, has no range. And I won't be told otherwise. That being said, Punk out Punk brought the best out in him. Buddy, listen, it's a personal thing if you didn't even like the Darby Allen match. Like, yeah, I can't, I haven't, I haven't heard a person say that yet. That match, that match blew me away. Because yeah. I, I was not expecting MJF to be able to do some of the stuff he did in that match. Bako says, chances they run MJF and Punk back at Revolution with a stipulation. Maybe something they haven't done before. Also, any news on Miro? I'm still asking. Uh, maybe something they haven't done before. Huh. I mean, Still here's paid. the thing about when, I mean, when yeah. I, I, we're talking about doing this again, right? Like, because I, I've, I've seen it like it's a 40 minute match. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of saw it. Like I, there's a lot of stuff. I'm sure they have other things they could do, but you're going to have to figure out a way to like make, make the, make this match be very, very different than what this was. Cause if this match was 15 minutes, then sure. Do a rematch. But for a 40 minute match, I feel like I saw a lot. See, this is Mark where you Hustle. have him. This is where you have Punk embrace Danielson and go, oh, I need backup because this shit happens. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful 
today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Mark Losper says mods ban that guy. No, we appreciate the super chat. We don't have to agree with no. it, but he's entitled to pay his money and say his comment as long Absolutely. as it's not offensive, even though that was borderline offensive, buddy. <laughs> borderline I've said much worse things about fan favorite Chris Jericho. So Yes, that's true. <laughs> but legitimately, thank you for the super chat. We always appreciate your support because we are publicly funded. Also, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We are heading down the home stretch. If you want to get your super chats in, your humper chats in, please do that. Today, uh, we dropped the list in your boy, and the list goes on. Listed list in your boy was free here on Fightful. List goes on on Fightful Select. Yesterday, I dropped an interview with Scotty Tuhati. One of the most interesting things was that he said that Linda McMahon walked up to him after the Malenko match and said, never take a top rope DDT again, ever, which I found amazing. That was one of my best interviews. Scotty was amazing. Got one with Liv Morgan dropping this week as well, plus a lot of big WWE scoops, backstage news. Uh, I don't want to say big because everybody would be like, you mean CM Punk isn't leaving WWE to come back to, or leaving AEW to come back to WWE? Uh, so some very interesting stuff coming to Fightful Select this week. JW Pringle says, holy crap, did Punk and MJF rule? Exceeded my expectations and the finish was good. Believable didn't make me hate it. No finish would be perfect, but this one made sense in the story. I'm so conditioned to not like distraction finishes and, and stuff like that, that immediately I was like, I don't know about that. Then I, I chewed on it for a couple minutes and I was like, yeah, okay, I like that. Dylan says all of MJF's losses have had a moment where he could claim victory later on. Love the restart being a fake out on the way to him winning this time. It was. And if you've watched a lot of MJF matches, you recognize that. And you're almost conditioned to think, well, maybe he's going to lose now. Ryan says, I want Punk instead of Mox for the Danielson stable. Face and heel foils on the same mission to build up young guns. Add Deeb and a young woman to it to complete. Oh, I would I would like that. Yeah. Deeb and uh, uh, Layla. Yeah, Deeb and Layla would be great. Tremaine says, however anyone feels about the booking, Punk laid down for MJF out of anyone in the company. That's big and really cool. MJF is a made man, and I kind of want to see him as world champ soon. MJF made himself a made man, though, with really good work and excellent in-ring stuff. Denise Slayer says, the credit card decides your location, SRS. I repeat, the credit card decides your location. You can't just make a new Google. Att- you can make a new Google account, actually. There, there. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely can make a new Google account, and you can uh, pay via your credit card for other country stuff. Like you absolutely can, Denise Slayer. I don't know. I don't know. Learn, learn to work the internet, my friend. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Tom says, thoughts on a potential card for Revolution. Who do you all see challenging Paige? It's got to be Adam Cole, and you got to beat him at this point. I'm more confident than ever. Like, look, we all love Paige. That story getting there was amazing. 
This ain't it for me. Put the belt on Adam Cole. Listen, hear me out. Cole and Paige have the match, but Omega shows up. And you kind of think, like, they kind of make you think he's going after Paige, but he goes after Cole for mm-hmm. stealing his best friends and screwing them over. I think that could be one. Uh, I don't think we're getting Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunder Rosa this soon. Um, and at this point, that should main event double or nothing. Yeah. As far as a tag team title match, it ain't going to be the ass boys. They ain't nope. getting one. So it's, I would actually like Sting and Darby. Um, I, I think we've had too many baby faces in a row. Like, I, I want to see Kings of the Black Throne. There you go. Go in there and and, and I want to see them. I want to see those Satanists murder a dinosaur. Like, I want to see them just, just and become like this this heel tag team that runs for like seven months. Nurguru says, what should have happened instead of Wardlow coming down, the real best in the world shows up and here comes the money hits. <laughs> we talked about that at length on Fightful Select. Where has Red Dragon been? Around. Um, they got a they got a loaded roster. I'll work to find out what and I can. Kyle, about that. Kyle's, Kyle's wife still just had, had a baby. baby. Yeah, there you so go. they're giving him some time off. Kyle, we had a baby. It's a boy. Uh, Mark G says with Penta starting to win a lot on Dark, do you think they're padding his record for a singles push or a title? I would love to see Sammy against Penta. Yeah, but yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. And Jeff wraps us up by saying uh, Kings need to use black Black's black mass in their finish. Uh, it's too cool of a move to shelve, and Dante's Inferno seems like it's missing something. I don't disagree with that, um, or at least the last part. That's a hard enough move to hit with two people, much less an additional person having right. to, to work his stuff in there. Britt Lockman says, line of the night, I want to see them murder a dinosaur. <laughs> I completely yeah. agree. Well, guys, I hope you all enjoyed this show. Head over to FightfulSelect.com. Scoops for days every day. Got one on morale coming soon. Alexa Bliss, Mustafa Ali. Alex does a couple shows a week there. Alex, how you doing? Uh, good. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. Uh, talk about Raw late on Monday night and SmackDown late on Friday night. And then every Tuesday, I uh, am with uh, the lovely Miss Kate Fabe. And we just go crazy about NXT, which has turned into a romantic comedy show that does more comedy sketches than they do wrestling. And we kind of went crazy last night over boner jokes that they made that were not funny. Robert, I remember when NXT go- was good. I just want to say that. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. I'm here every day on Fightful.com writing up stories for you all. Keep supporting, keep subscribing, and I'll see you guys next week. Guys, thank you all so much. Leave us a thumbs up. Until next time, we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.